Hello, and welcome to the Kick Aspirational Podcast. We are in season two, and this is the first episode. And I thought that um, because we had a loss recently of one of our most successful partners with Excess, uh, Dexter Yeager, that I would dedicate this uh, this podcast to him and his family. Um, uh, Dexter is, has been one of the uh, most successful uh business partners that we've worked with. He has built one of the largest international organizations with his family and friends. And um, although I wouldn't claim to know Dexter the best or know him better than anybody else, uh, he played an integral part when we launched Excess. And um, and it was a real joy and a pleasure to work with him over the years. And he is deeply, deeply missed. In fact, uh, I was I was trading some messages with his grandson Aaron, and um, and let him know that you know asked if it would be okay if I if I did this. I don't want to ever step on anybody's toes, and and he thought it would be a good idea. So um, so I thought what I would do is. Uh, rather than give people a big background on Dexter, I mean, I can tell you he was one of our most successful business partners with Excess. He um, he and his family built uh, one of the largest global organizations around the world uh, since the 60s. Um, his three of his sons uh, actually run that business today with their with their mom, Bertie Yeager, and um, Doyle and Steve and Jeff, and we've had close partnerships with them as well. In fact, I've had probably closer partnerships with the uh, with Dexter's sons who run the business than I've been able to have with Dex, just because of Dex's health and different things that have come up over the years as he's kind of stepped back from the business. But um, I thought I'd kind of share um, how Dex affected the launch of Excess, one of uh, kind of one of the most uh, seminal moments for our brand. And then tell a couple stories of how we interacted with him over the years that I think might be inspiring and help people think about breaking through barriers, leading by example, and um, and being you know being more than maybe we doing more than we have to do on a regular basis as an integral part of of breaking through barriers in our own life, um, and never stopping that even when we think we've arrived. You know, um, when we launched Excess, one of the big uh, strategies we had with with Amway was to partner closely with the the business owners who actually own the revenue, who actually move all the products. Uh, we call call those uh, independent business owners. And um, Dexter was the at the time one of the leaders of the of the board uh, of of the independent business owners. And when we were launching Excess, he quickly picked up on the fact that this wasn't just a product that people were drinking. Um, it was a great tasting energy drink, sugar free. In fact, I'll crack one right now. Um, you know, one of the first energy drinks to taste great, to have flavors, to have lots of B vitamins, and to have be sugar free. So, generally healthier than other choices people were going to make in the category. Excuse me a second. Mm. So good. But more importantly, what Dexter recognized was that this is something you could share and you could communicate with people and people would ask you questions that you would earn and that would allow you to have conversations. You could add value quickly to somebody's life that would engage them in conversation and questions and that would allow you to then follow up. What, um, what happened at launch was we said, look, we want to sample these products at the independent business owner events that occur. 
when people are coming to get trained on how to be successful in our business, how to break through barriers in their own life, we'd like to be there to explain the profitability of this product, how it generates more turns, how someone could incorporate it into their business, but more importantly, how they can share it with other people and start conversations that either lead to customers or lead to sponsoring new business owners. And um, so Dexter and the, the um, uh, you know, Jeff and Doyle and Steve allowed us into their events to do that. And Dexter was a big proponent of excess and really helped us get it out of the gates when we were getting started. One of my favorite things that happened, it was the very first, uh, so in our first year, excess became the, the biggest selling product by volume and by dollar amount at Amway in North America. And that was pretty remarkable. It was a breakthrough. I think we became close to 10% of the business in the first year. And um, 10% of the total volume of, of Amway in the first year in, in North America. And so we were invited to what's called a Diamond Club, which is a, a meeting uh, for the top leaders in uh, a kind of an incentive meeting that happens in, in Maui typically. And uh, so we're in, in Maui. We're at the, the um, Grand Wailea uh, Resort. And, and Dexter wants to teach and train his leaders how to use and develop excess in their business to add incremental revenue, to add new volume. And I'm watching him do this. And, you know, it's, look, you're at a pool. It's, you're in Hawaii in February. People don't necessarily want to go deep into business. You know, a lot of what they want to do is relax a little bit and enjoy the rewards of their hard work. But uh, Dexter wasn't having that. Here he is, one of our biggest, you know, one of the biggest leaders in our business, and he's telling everybody, he had this kind of scratchy voice, like, so what you got to do is, you know, you got you to drink it, you got to share it. And he was showing his leaders who were lounging by the pool how to do it. And what he literally did is he jumps in the pool with two cans of excess, paddles across it to where there's a couple not associated with our business at all, sitting, sitting with their feet in the water. He paddles up to them and he introduces himself and says, you know, hi, my name's Dex. We're launching this new energy drink. Tastes delicious, really healthy, gives you great energy. You guys should try it. And they were like, yeah, that sounds good. And he let them taste it, let them try it, had a great conversation with them, and ended up engaging them in the business. But the important thing, I think, is he didn't need to do it. He believed that you led by example, that you that you demonstrated what you taught. And he wasn't going to allow his leaders to just lay around by the pool. He wanted to show them how he was incorporating this into his business every day, all the time, like breathing. And that was a big part of the explosion of our business. And I thought it was kind of hilarious at the time that even on what almost feels like a vacation, it's kind of a work vacation, but you know where people are trying to relax a little bit, as well as do some business, he wasn't letting his leaders relax. He wasn't letting anybody sit on their laurels. He was jumping in the pool, having fun, merging his work and play, and showing people, people who already had succeeded, who had already arrived, how to do more, how to break through the barrier of sloth in their own business. Uh, and, and, and later, you know, he would come up to us and he would say, oh yeah, I'm always, I've always got, you know, 10 cases in the trunk of my car. And I'll take them into the gym and I'll share it with somebody and then I'll, I'll bring them out to my car and, I, you know, and I'll, I'll sell them a case or I'll talk to them about the business. 
And it just struck me over and over again why he was so successful, why his business was so big, and why he enjoyed it so much. Because every time he was touching somebody's life with one of our drinks, he knew that he was giving them the opportunity to say yes. They could say no. They could say, don't come near me with those drinks. I'm not interested in another business. That's all fine. But he was giving them the opportunity to say yes. And that, I think, is what wealth is all about. It's about choices. It's not about how much you have. I mean, you can live in North Korea, have all the currency in the market, but if you can't buy anything, it doesn't matter. What matters is when you have the choice to say yes to this drink versus something else, or a choice between different flavors in the excess line, or a choice to start your own business or not. Both are equally valid choices. The choice is up to you. But every, I think Dex realized every time he was offering a choice to somebody he was meeting, he was enriching their life because that, that choice, the ability to say yes or no, is what wealth ultimately is all about. It's what freedom is all about. And it's about what progression is all about. It's about observing, looking, and you know, maybe you say yes, maybe you say no, but you're moving, you're going down the road, you're, you're exploring, you're discovering. And that was remarkable. Um, the, the other thing that Dex used to say to us, because a lot of our, our, our launches were very explosive. People were very excited about new flavors or new functions or formulas. We still have a problem keeping product in stock. Um, in fact, I was just trading some emails about some product we have out of stock today. But, um, you know, Dex used to say he had, a, he had a saying that was really, really smart, particularly when you think about the sales side of the business and business growth. He used to say, if you want to sell 200 dresses, you got to have 200 dresses. And, and his point wasn't that we sold dresses. His point was that if you want to move the needle in your business, if you want to grow your business, you better have the inventory in stock. You better have the inventory available. And, and I think a corollary to that from the supply side, you know, from the excess side, is when we don't have products available, we realize how that puts a tarnish on our relationship, how that tarnishes the belief and the trust that our business partners have that when they go to order something, it will be available and ship on time at the price they expect and, uh, and arrive in a way, in a condition that, that, that they anticipate. And, and that, that, that simple story, if you want to move 200 dresses, you got to have 200 dresses, came back a few years ago where I was making an investment in, a, in an, uh, an apparel brand outside of uh, you know, our excess business. And there was a valuation that was on the company based on their growth. And as I was going through their numbers and going through their financials, I noticed that they didn't have the inventory to hit that number. And particularly in a seasonal business like apparel, that's really important. And so I said to them, look, I'm not going to argue with you about your valuation. But I do want you to guarantee me that if you don't hit that growth number, we change that valuation, we do a clawback, we, we lower that valuation retroactively, and you give me more shares. And... Um, not surprisingly, they didn't end up hitting their growth projection. They still grew, but not to the to the amount that they had anticipated, um, which brought back their valuation and gave me almost double the amount of shares that I had purchased. And that all came from Dex reminding me that if you want to have 200 dresses, you better have 200 dresses. <laughs> the last story I'll tell you, and I'm going to keep this one kind of short today, um, because I think it's, you know, rather than go on and on, I, th I think it's, sometimes it's better just to, to keep these uh, more important uh, podcasts a little tighter. As Dex got older, he had some strokes, and it got to a point where he was, 
you know, more incapacitated. He couldn't speak very well. Uh, he was in a wheelchair, but he would always come whenever he was at one of our events where there was an excess booth, he would always come to our booth and make some time to sit and observe what we were doing and talk to us a little bit. And the last time I think I saw him was at an Achievers in North America, an event we do with um, kind of the early stages of success in our business where we often have it in Las Vegas or Orlando or, or someplace fun. Um, we, were, we were at our, our booth. We were launching a new sports nutrition line. He was very excited to come see it. He was with his wife, Bertie. And uh, he took the time when he didn't have to do anything else to spend it with us to make sure that we were continuing to progress, to make sure that we had enough product in stock, and to make sure that we were delivering on the promise that he had made to the people that he had helped get started in their businesses, many of whom were entering their second generation of ownership or third generation of ownership, where families were continuing to rely on our innovation, our growth, and our delivery against that belief and trust that had been established back in the in the late 50s and 60s with Dexter and his business, that we were continuing to deliver on that promise of partnership. And uh, to the to the Jaeger family, uh, particularly to uh, to Jeff and Doyle and Steve and to, and to Aaron and, and the other Jaegers that we work with regularly, Tim and, and Leanne and, 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 and the wives, I just want to thank you guys for being such great partners with Excess, for all the global launches we've done from you know Europe and South Africa and, 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 and a lot of points around the world. Uh, your leaders have, have always been some of our biggest supporters and it's because of the, the, the leadership by example that Dexter, that your father, your grandfather set back in 2002 and 2003 when we were just a baby and he didn't have to do any of that for us. I want to thank you. I want to thank your families. And I encourage everyone to take Dexter's example, to be kick aspirational, particularly when you don't need it, to keep living by example and to show the world what a light on a hill looks like. Thank you so much. This is the Kick Aspirational Podcast. It's not uh, a spectator sport. I have some great letters and uh, notes that I received that I'll I'll save for future episodes that I want to go through. I'm getting great messages. Thank you. You can reach me on Instagram at David, at D-A-V-E-E-D-5-8. Would love your notes, your comments, and your support. Thank you very, very much. And above all else, be Kick Aspirational.